Whatever happened to that person who dropped like 12 tabs of LSD on Twitter and was never heard from again? What? Yeah, there was like a person who like post LSD on Twitter. They're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm gonna like take my frontal cortex and throw it out in the front yard today. And he had like 12 tabs. And then he took another picture. It's like all 12 tabs on his tongue. And then nobody ever heard from him ever again. That motherfucker <laughs> dead. He saw God. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Uh, welcome to Shrimp Hours, number seventy-eight. What are we doing? Martin uh, Truex. Like that. Yeah, it would be appropriate if we shut it down after this one. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we have to win something We've first? We have the greatest podcast of all time, and then go out on top. Shut it down. Yeah. Well, no, unfortunately, we do, we this do is one the worst podcast the of all time. Podcast of all time, and then shut it down just like for enjoyment. Oh, yeah, that's true. We're not on the ups. There's no chance. Uh, hi, uh, thanks for watching. I'm drive through. I'm here. Uh, Slaps here. Rusty's here. Cody's in fucking New Mexico. Hi, Cody. He's got the, the New Mexico filter on too. It's just yellow. Dude, this <laughs> the is hotel the room. bluest I can get the white balance on my camera. This is just how yellow all the lights are in here. That, that's a cheap hotel for you, I guess. It's okay. Rusty's room's always pink. I, uh, that's for warm bulbs. Thanks. I, I, yeah, I'm also. I'm also on the warmer side today. Um, oh, Joe, I didn't make you're it You're not doing the uh, chili bowl this year? You didn't do it last no, year. I only did that in 2022. Uh oh. Yeah, he's yeah, doing the friggin' middle of the desert the thing. Mm. We'll talk about it now. Fine. What the hell? Uh, yeah, we don't have an outline this week. Yeah, this, this, this is just, this is off season. I don't, we do not care about this program. Um, yeah, uh, uh, news today. Uh, which is why we Kyle delayed Larson. the podcast today. Kyle Larson's going to do the Chili Bowl and the Wild West shootout, and he's literally just going to fly in between New Mexico Back and, and Oklahoma. <laughs> this motherfucker is doing the dirt double. He, after long uh, controversy about how low the purse was and they haven't increased in so long, he finally took a boycott of sorts last year and attended this late model race out in New Mexico instead of the Chili Bowl for the first time in like 15, 16 years. And yeah, he, that was the plans for this year. And uh, I don't know if it's because they increased the purse money or because he just loves that damn event so much, but he apparently called up Keith Coons, who uh, owned the car for his first Chili Bowl win. It's like, hey, got any extra cars? Is that the, the 87 so, yeah. car? The same team he runs uh, cars for Christopher Bell? Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I think he's going to be in the 98 car. Sure. Like just it's, it's just mirrors like yeah, anybody team. else has uh, Cody's mic just like topping out. No, it's fine. It's all right. Okay. I just I had him turned up my... from before, so I just turned him down for this mic, which is fine. Okay. Yeah, you might just have to turn me down in your Discord settings by right clicking on me. Yeah, but, Cody. Uh, yeah, Cody's then... got a solid uh, hotel room set up here for his uh, his podcast. Yeah, the DSLR, the Sennheiser headphones, the Sennheiser microphone. Yeah. Pro right camped now, out all the way from home, twenty four hours. Yeah, just didn't they double the uh prize pool for the chili bowl? Yeah, it's uh twenty thousand now. And yeah, this oh, motherfucker is now doing the yeah starting this year. This motherfucker is doing the dirt double. He raced in on uh Fridays or uh, Saturday Sunday. We had today and yesterday off. He's gonna race tomorrow. Then he's flying to Tulsa Thursday to do the qualifier flying back to new mexico racing here friday saturday and if he makes the show in his qualifier on thursday 
Then he's flying out Saturday night to do the main event on Saturday night. And then I believe he's flying back to New Mexico to do the final day on Sunday. Jesus Christ. Yeah, this motherfucker's crazy. That's crazy that he like threw that together last minute too. And that everyone announced Does he, it at the same he time. ever like go on vacation or like take a week off? <laughs> Apparently that's what he's been doing the last couple of weeks, according to the Kent Wallace podcast. That just that's what that's what he did back in twenty twenty. <laughs> he's making up for the last time. He was certainly not vacationing. He was lighting the entire dirt world on fire with one of the greatest seasons the world has ever seen that will probably never be replicated. It's funny that he's doing the double dirt in the same year that he's doing like the double like big Actual asphalt race. Double. Yeah. Guys, did I tell insane. you guys about the time I did the uh triple in like 2018. This is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. But I went to uh, Dragon Con, this big fucking convention, uh, this anime gaming convention down in Atlanta on Labor Day weekend. And okay. then uh, and then they had a, a college football game at uh, the Georgia Dome. It was actually the new uh, Mercedes-Benz Dome. They just got done with it. It's like the first college game there. And it was like Washington versus Auburn. And uh, so it was like the big marquee event for uh, the opening weekend of college football. And then Sunday came around and I went to, I got with my buddy Evan. I was like, you know what? Fuck this convention. Let's, let's go down to Darlington. It's only an hour and a half away. We can go down there and watch the Southern 500. So we like packed up our shit, got, drove all the way down there. It was like a hundred fucking degrees. We got like tickets at the last second, watched the Southern 500. And there was like a bunch of rednecks in front of us that brought jello shots, but they had all melted. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like having like melted jello shots with them and everything it's it a shot great. isn't it it's just like a sweet yeah. shot yeah it's just like a sugary shot at that point hell yeah yeah so we did the fucking triple like all three major events of the southeast on labor day weekend damn hell yeah my labor day weekends are usually filled with uh ctmp all right i want to roll through a little bit more twitter Based. news uh I guess this dropped like literally 13 minutes ago. That rowdy energy's gone. Um, I've which... noticed I haven't seen it in gas stations for like a year now. Yeah, really? and it's been like I haven't heard any like marketing or anything from it in in a while. I mean, it never came to Canada, so I never even tried it. But I heard from people that did try it that it was pretty ass anyway. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> that says all yeah, you need I... to know. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. Yeah, they had, they had the cotton candy. It was, it was the gender fluid. It had the transgender, like, colors on it. Oh, yeah. And then uh, they had the chiseled ice, which was really fucking good. And then just one day, everybody stopped selling it. And I was like, God damn it. It was pretty bold to, like, start his own energy company. I feel like it's so much easier to just make a deal with someone. But he tried. He failed. Unfortunate. Um, Probably made a decent amount of money in the long run. Place is open for a while. I, I don't think he'd shut it down if he made a decent amount of money. I don't know. Or maybe maybe he got some like insane new deal that he's yet to announce with a, a bigger company. Um, mm -hmm. I do have a what is Twitter doing clip for y'all. Just just to sort of uh, uh, set Please the pace the for today. <laughs> Isn't um, the dudes in the tunnels? <laughs> it's it's not the dudes in the tunnels. I don't think we're gonna talk about that on this show, unfortunately. It is uh the Kazakhstan vid. Have you seen this? It's this video of this guy uh just saying a bunch of shit apparently in whatever the Kazakhstan language is. 
Um, and this video was posted on Twitter, and the audio's broken on it. So even when you turn the sound up, there's no sound on it. It's a video about the way the language sounds. And it has 24,000 likes and 10,000, 11,000 bookmarks. And people figured out that it was just grabbed from Reddit, uh, just, just from like a post like three years ago, thrown up on Twitter. The sound literally doesn't work. It's a broken post and it has 24,000 likes and 11,000 bookmarks. And yeah, everyone's just bots. like, yeah, that's just like, it's over. And, and it's just what this fucking platform's become now when they he started giving out money to people who get views. People are going through this account now and they're like, yeah, all this does is this digs through old Reddit posts, drops what the video, the puts like a shitty... <laughs> what is that that's, that's exactly oh. what they do. They give you shit like that. So you oh. look at it, you're like, oh, what is this? Oh. And then <laughs> and they just no. farm engagement and they get money from every click. And all you, all you do is you click on one of these. Uh, I've never seen this tweet before. You click on one of these, and then you scroll through, and there's just a bunch of nonsense from a bunch of other checkmark accounts, which are just like, like, here's some facts about a completely different car, but, you know, here's, you know, they get, they get friggin' money every time you watch their videos. And it's just a bunch of Dude, all the meme stuff. accounts are like that now. Like, there's, like, the people it's post like, something. like, what is this? What and the there's literally there's, not a single there's no context. There's no context for it. You go down in the comments, like trying to find out what the context is. It's just a bunch of other people oh, trying well, to like, post their what? own fucking memes. 16th there's century Uzbekistan single... fucking oven. Yeah, very cool. That's related to my there's police not a cards. Single, uh non-checkmarked uh like click on any post and like look at the comments. There's not a single not checkmarked account like in the post. And yeah, because you have to go so far. Anyone that's not paying for blue is shadow banned, pretty much. You have to go so unbelievably far to Dude. find real human beings. It's that's literally it's, not a oh, single non-checkmark. There, there was some tid there. There were some tid there. It's it's just it's depressing. <laughs> anyway, not a that's, that's just that's just an update on the current state of things and, and how that, like, that really like congratulations, Elon, for creating a dead internet. The dead internet. It's, it's literally like in dead life. internet. Like it's a bunch of non-people. Getting interactions from a bunch of non-people and making money from it. And because the bots are running the future, now, you can just pay like eight bucks and you can farm this engagement and you can just get like a check for like a hundred bucks by paying eight bucks and all this other shit. Yeah, and they write this program Thanks. that just scours Reddit and takes user-generated content and just throws it out there and it sticks. Yuck. I know, it's just my disgust with Twitter I wanted to talk about this week, so it's upsetting me. Um, uh, that shit creeps me out. I don't even like thinking any, about that stuff. Anytime there's something like actually interesting, like a like a good funny post from a human being, all the comments are just complete irrelevant garbage. Although I have seen some uh, some people have started just like hitting the hide reply on every single check mark that replies to their tweet, which yeah. I think is a good meta now. If you have a tweet that pops, you just hit hide on all of the check marks. And then you only get the real people in the in the replies, which I think is kind of based. Yeah, it's shit like that that creeps me out. That makes me believe we're just already in the matrix. Just nothing's real. Just everyone's robots. Just everything you see and hear is manipulated and been. Yeah, out thanks, for Elon. You. you fucking idiot. God, creepy. It's so bad. It's it's genuinely so bad. And the problem is, there's still so many people there, and I, we're included in this because we use Twitter like constantly. 
um, everyone's still there. Like, it's not like it's so hard to take up these people and move them somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, one good thing about, a... like, the, the uh, NASCAR side of Twitter is there's so few people that have those blue check marks. But you, there's, there's, there's a few that do, and you'll see them every damn time at the oh, top yeah, of the you, list. you do see them all the time. But, like, there are few enough. I might start hiding them. Like, ignore them. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, for the most part, NASCAR Twitter is the same as it was, like, pre-Elon Musk. I mean, mostly. It's, like, 90% yeah. still there. But, god damn it, usually, like, historic vids, meme accounts, they're all just commodified. Like iconic in. images. Yeah, it's it's gone. It's over. Like, every cool god gimmick damn. account that you loved is now just a... a it's a content you know, mill. It's all content it's a, mills. Yeah, but it's not even humans. It's like a bot mill. It's so gross. I gotta put you guys onto the good ones. <laughs> no, Rusty. I, I no no no. Whatever no, you no, think no, is no. a good one, I'm staying away from. <laughs> I end up on a list if I follow Christ. those accounts. No no no. I have found a, a NASCAR Twitter kid who's going through no. every team's website. And sending updates on which of their sponsors have left them in the off season, which I think is kind of interesting. Oh, that is any, funny. <laughs> any juicy yeah. ones? Um, nothing big. Uh, here let me, let's let's take a look. Um, Comscope is gone from Trackhouse. That surprises me. Oh, damn. They've been with like Suarez since. Those are uh, yeah, those well, been, they, Comscope has been with Daniel Suarez for years. Well, Comscope is Eris, so they like Eris modems like switched into Comscope, and they've just stayed with them oh, wow. while they're gone, I guess, which is sad. Advent Health, we know, switched over to uh to Legacy Motorcycle Club. Um, dude, this guy's just reporting on this shit. This is sick. I love that. Um, did we, did we talk about the new uh, Stuart Haas logo? I mean, I, I know it's not huge, but it's just something. Their so, little rebrand thing you're trying. If, They've always been I, I, their old logo was always kind of ass, so I don't mind a new one. Um, but I just thought it was weird that instead of like SHR, which everyone I feel like knows them as SHR, Stuart House Racing, they just went with SH in their uh, their sort of logo. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like <laughs> racing. Um, they also kept putting out some of that nonsense about like the the bold and raw or whatever uh, real and garbage. raw yeah real, and, real raw. and raw you know what else starts with sh shit <laughs> i'm surprised no kid has just drawn like an it next to it yet um, i do appreciate when all four of them wreck out of the daytona 500 you just wait i do appreciate that like just everyone on twitter is like dude this is cringe as hell y'all gotta stop this like it's 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 not good um and i I would love to to be a uh, a wallflower in whatever uh, like social media review they do of that campaign. Um, the uh, I'm just scrolling through some of these these team updates things since we're talking about NASCAR news. Uh, front row lost a bunch of dudes. I mean, I'm sure they like add dudes on throughout the year. Um, but that the McLaren custom grills that Kyle Busch won two races with last year are gone. I don't know why. Um, that one random medication that was on that ugly uh, Denny Hamlin car that one time's gone. Um, I think Ferris Mowers is staying with Ty Dillon. They left their team. They're probably going to be on that 25 truck. I think that's kind of it. Oh, and uh, Violet Defense, which I still don't know what that is, is gone from RFK. Yeah, 
which sucks because I had cute purple cars. Um, but that's all I've got in terms of news, I guess. Uh, I guess we'll do immediate check-in, question mark. Can we do drip or drown? Do you have a, do you have a thing for it? Yeah, it's the thing that I posted uh, today. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> sure. It's uh, more of a... Sure. Slap found a car and took a picture of it. I do. Uh, I saw this car. I had to get a picture. I think the best it. part about this is that it's almost the same model as yours, but with more doors. It's a friggin' Elantra sedan, like a 2013. And Jesus Christ, it has gold lines everywhere, complete gold bumper, green <laughs> inner wheel wells with the calipers and calipers and the friggin' hubs for some reason. And those Dude, little this... stripes, like, above the wheel well are green. And the spiked lug nuts. This is deeper than I thought, actually. Hold on. <laughs> I never yeah, actually just... looked this closely at this thing. But Yeah, you just keep seeing something new. Who paints their inner fenders? Like, that's, that's insane. They've Shots got gold the everything in the, the background, front. by the way. Uh, oh, uh, is yo. that yours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, the plastic... Uh, like, and the windshield wipers are gold. Who does that? The door handles. The spiked lug nuts. I can't get over those. <laughs> the same color as the stock wheels. Oh, did, did you see the uh, struts on the splitter, like the COT? <laughs> yeah. Oh All in gold. I love the fact that they got one of these, like, side skirt, like, flare things, and then got a second one and put it backwards on the front. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh... Yeah, a it's a whole thing. Or some shit. This might be one of... What does that say on the license plate? Thank you, God, for everything. I love you, Lord. Yep, okay. And blessed on the front uh, window. And instead of Elantra, it says Sprain? Ephrain? Ephrain? I don't know. Oh, Ephraim. Ephraim? Oh. Whatever. Also, shout out to whoever installed uh, this wrap here. Way to go. Or the bubbles. <laughs> That's a fat drown. Jesus Christ. I can't believe there's so many kids in my Twitter poll that said, uh, you know, drip, drip, unfathomable drip. It's like 31% of people said it was drip. These people don't have functioning eyes. That just goes 32. to show the state of NASCAR Twitter these days. <laughs> well, I think they're just being ironic. If I had to guess. I Cody, your battery's low. Mean. Oh, the battery's low, Cody. I got battery's low and it's so. and it's and it's getting dark. All right, I'll replace it real quick. I'll be right back. Rusty, why'd I, you post this? Do you I saw that. Up? Yeah, I, I saw that on Twitter like a couple hours ago. I I don't even remember it. This I was is like, a what Mark is... Martin. This looks Oscar. like 2003 yeah. or four, 2004, uh, or five, I guess. Oscar Meyer, uh, Miracle Whip and Craft Car. Yeah, running a Daytona. That'd be fun to share. This looks like a Bush series car. I can't believe that's Cup. It's got MBNA on it, so that had to be 2004. Yeah. Well, it's got Nextel, so it's 04, and it doesn't have... Yeah. And it's not a Fusion, so... I think MBNA folded at the end of 2004, so I don't... Or they, like, merge with Wells Fargo or some shit. What are they? I've never... It's a banking credit card company, or it was. Hmm. In 2005, they merged with... Or Beginning of 2005 into 2004, they merged with Wells Fargo. I remember they had the, uh, like, it was, uh, 
like the Bass Pro Shops NBNA 500. Where was that? That was somewhere. Maybe that was Bristol. I don't know. Uh, NBNA used to uh, sponsor the Dover race. Maybe that's it. Why am I thinking of that? What is it? MBNA? Yeah. Yeah. Bass Pro Shops MBNA 500. Oh, that was in Atlanta. I remember that from uh, NASCAR 07. That's also when iRacing scanned that version of Atlanta. Because <laughs> it's the only year Bass Pro sponsored it. Real nerd shit. Um, yeah, that was when they had like the 10 foot tall like trophy with the grizzly bear carved in wood or some shit. Yeah. Dude, bring back cool trophies, man. <laughs> Uh, oh, I, <laughs> speaking of NASCAR Twitter kids, there's a there's been a lot of just like bad off season content where some dude is like, uh, like oh this paint scheme is so forgotten and everyone's like, dog everyone knows about that paint scheme like the Jeff Gordon Pepsi Challenger some kid was like, oh is this the most forgotten about throwback it's like no, um but I did see some kid who posted like whatever happened to uh nascar teams making their cars pink for uh for breast cancer awareness month yeah, they like and, literally do that this year yeah <laughs> or window nuts yeah and, and some of them, a lot of them did their whole ass cars too uh, we gotta start like squid gaming the nascar twitter audience like if you say something <laughs> stupid like yeah, we gotta, we gotta call the herd a little bit <laughs> All right. Uh, just instantly, as soon as he sent a bad tweet, just <laughs> Rusty just shows up at your front door. Like that, the edited picture of him with the gun. <laughs> uh, does anyone have any media to check in on this week? I do. What's up? Ooh. Has anybody played Buckshot Roulette? No. Dude, it's, it's this game that, like, came out. I don't know when it came out, but it got popular a few weeks ago. And I finally, like, got it, and I started playing it. You can finish the game in, like, 20 minutes. Oh, it's like an itch game. Yeah. It's just some, uh, like, super, super indie shit. It costs yeah, a so, buck 20? Yeah. So, like, you just, like, I have the dealer who sits across from you. He loads up the shotgun with a, uh, <laughs> he shows you, like, you start off with three live, two blanks, or two blanks and one live, whatever. He loads them in a random order. He gives you the gun first, and you can either choose to uh, shoot yourself or shoot him. If you shoot yourself and it's a blank, you get to go again. And then uh, in the second round, they start introducing items and stuff, so, like, double damage. You can rack the shotgun one time to have a round pop out. Uh, you can have a magnifying glass to inspect what round is next. You know, there's all this, there's all these like stats and probability you can do and like all this strategy and shit. So you play like three rounds and uh, if you end up shooting yourself, you can get a defibrillator. Like you got, you know, two charges like per round and you can come back. And the sound design's like really awesome because if you accidentally like shoot yourself, you just hear like a quick like pop for like one frame, like everything lights up. And then it just goes to black for like a couple seconds. And then like the defibrillator cuts in and like all the music gets really fucking loud. And then like you home back in and everything dies back down because you're like in a 
you know a club or something and there's like all this music like going on in the background and like dies back down once you come back to life you're like all right let's rack it again buddy let's go and so it's 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 intense and it's also a lot of fun for a buck 20 damn i realize it's a video game but i'm not sure that that's how a defibrillator works yeah let's uh, get shot in the head clear <laughs> all right he's fine <laughs> damn so how, how long did you say you, how many hours of fun did you get out of that slab yeah like two 60 cents an hour that's pretty damn good yeah oh and you said a buck 20 i thought it was like a 120 dollars <laughs> <laughs> like, what for a weird game like literally one dollar and 20 cents american okay yeah, if you, if you end up winning, like your prize is like sixty thousand dollars, and I'm like, man, I don't know if that's worth it playing fucking buckshot roulette for sixty thousand dollars. What do you mean, sixty thousand in game dollars? Yeah, in game dollars, like if, based on like how many shots you took, how many uh, times you accidentally shot yourself, like you, you know, the most you could possibly get if you play a perfect game is seventy k. Like most people get like between sixty to sixty eight thousand bucks, and mm-hmm. you know. That's like your high life. score at the end of the uh, round or whatever. All right. Um, I don't really have any other media to report on. Uh, Lethal Company finally got an update. We've been playing the shit out of that still, mm-hmm. and we're gonna the play it tonight. Are so much bigger. <laughs> have you noticed that? In addition, to I haven't played the new shapes, update. They're, just, they're so much bigger. Like they're so much easier to get lost now. The labyrinth. Oh god. They just keep going, and there's like these now like curved turns and like. I uh, like uh like round rooms. It's not just like a square grid anymore. Damn. Yeah. It's, Damn. Uh, we're we're yeah, like no, finally even, like, getting a really that good. Came that's out, scary. Like, it, even in like the Christmas update, the labyrinths got bigger. It became harder to find the fire e- exit from the inside. Yeah. Last night, I believe it was Ed, myself, Caleb, and CMR playing, and we all went into the labyrinth. We all got split up, and we all got killed by separate monsters in the labyrinth. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah was, I could uh, not make it last it night, but I got, I got like four Steam invites anyways. You guys are animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my least favorite meta is when like you know someone can't show up, and you just send them Steam invites anyway. And they spam him. Spam it, I was like you. sweaty playing uh, FIFA with Andrew against these like nerds online and just getting like. I was like, oh my god, dude. Um, I used to have him back on Xbox Live back in the day. I'd, like when I was playing Halo 2, if somebody was like, you know, message received, it was like, come play with customs with this. I was like, no, nah, I'm in a, you know, ranked Slayer match right now. And I'd like send him a quick, you know, message, voice message back. And then it would just be like, game invite, game invite, game invite, game invite. They were just like fucking with me in the middle of a match. Like, fuck you guys. Hey, if you don't want game invites, just uh, use the appearing offline. Appearing offline, offline does not fix the problem. <laughs> <laughs> They're going through recent players. So, uh, the viewers are going to start picking up on that meta. It's getting dangerous. Um, I guess that's all our media check-in. We're going to Animal Planet. How did we get through the racing off season last year? 
Like, how do we do there it? There's no racing off season because I don't have a racing off season. I guess point. so. We need you to get deliver us Animal Planet stories because otherwise we just run out of content. Um, do you have any? Do you have any stories, Cody, already from your your like four days or whatever in uh, Paradise? Yeah, I'd say I can talk about a uh, fucking Sunday's night. My fucking me braving against the elements. Oh yeah. Uh, I brought up your pictures yeah, get ready. here. Yeah, the two uh, from General. You can yeah, look at how gorgeous this yeah. is in uh, in in the desert in New Mexico. Mm. Uh, and it so, does yeah, get during the day. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's no secret that like once the sun goes down, though, like with that like desert lack of humidity, it gets really cold. It gets chilly. It gets kind of windy. But uh, this particular day, unbeknownst to me, there is a literal sandstorm warning that was approaching. Not like, not like oh, it's just windy. It's gonna pick up some sand. No, like the Weather Channel like website issued a sandstorm warning. And so like a f mere few hours later, like long before it was actually dark, like this is what the fucking track looked like from the ex exact same perspective. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, you're Mars, It looks my guy. like Mars, dude. dude. It literally <laughs> looks like a different planet. Look at those mountains off to the right, like in the horizon in the clear picture. They were just completely They're fucking gone. gone. <laughs> the fact that this is still like mid-afternoon is crazy. This is like 3.30, 4 o'clock maybe. <laughs> like maybe when the sun was like starting to set a little bit, but like not dark at all. Dude, that's a whole new world. A whole new world. Yeah, but it's filled with yeah, dust and awful. misery. So yeah, for basically a seven-hour broadcast from around 2.30 till around uh, 9.30, sitting there up in the lift, and to their to my company's credit, they never once, like, forced me to go up or said, like, hey, you need to go up. Like, it was just at my own comfort level. Like, the moment it started getting a little windy, I was like, oh, I'm going down a little bit. So, uh, yeah, but basically for seven straight hours, about 30-degree temperatures about 50 mile an hour winds shaking the lift let alone like me trying to like make sure the shot is steady and for the first half of the night honestly it wasn't terrible because the wind was at my back but then at some point it shifted and it was coming oh, from the, the direction face. of the track so yeah just the moment the oh. dirt and the sand's getting picked up from the track just getting blown at me at like 50 miles an hour I had a little propane heater with me, but that couldn't really work if the wind's so bad it just keeps blowing out the pilot light. <laughs> so yeah, I was a, <laughs> oh, no. I was a chilly boy, dude. I the one time I didn't throw my GoPro on my forehead for the feature I showed because the entire time I was just like, I was gripping the fucking tripod for dear life <laughs> because it, the wind kept trying to like the wind kept trying to blow it backwards and it was like literally trying to rip the camera out of my hands because it was catching like the external monitor and just the camera and tripod itself and almost acting like a sail of sorts yeah and Here's i made my nice little sh wind shelter out of all the bags because i learned from <laughs> last year <laughs> like because it's windy as fuck once you go yeah there's my little heater dude uh -huh. i had like four layers on like a dude, winter massive jacket oh, mountain dew i'll let me some mountain dew it's out in the dude. desert too but you can see the wind just carries because there's just nothing here, dude. Yeah, there's it's nothing totally to stop the thing about the desert. Like, it's it's just flat. There's no obstructions to block the wind, especially for me. If you zoom in, uh, is the press box in shot? Yeah, 
like one of those buildings over there on the the camera guys are j like just to the left of that uh little press box area my monitor is basically here? blocking where they are uh oh, to the building to the right over of there that. gotcha so, yeah so they're kind of they're kind of protected from that building a little bit from the wind but no i'm just up out in the middle of like the, <laughs> that big wide open area so yeah I'm yep. just, no matter which direction the wind's coming from it's hitting me that's why i built that little shelter so i could kind of be at least enclosed from a few directions dude imagine like a like a big pop-up tent where the poles are like exactly the width of a lift and you can just like slot it in here and just get your own little tent camped out i do love that, I this, that uh, little... shelf is still going that shelf, yeah. shelf. dude i uh <laughs> i mean i probably didn't need to bring that shit with me but i was like fuck it i'm gonna be there up in that lift for like a week and a half i'm making it comfortable <laughs> yeah i mean this go to your office Cody, where where are your pistachios? <laughs> I want to see a yeah pistachios. I don't, I don't I think anyone see, like, can a, a fucking pile of shells down at the bottom of that lift by the end of the week. If Slap was there, that's how it would fucking look. There's <laughs> tons of pistachio shells. But no, I'm in like a whole gated area. No one else is allowed in there except for me. It's locked. So like they're far away from any standing animals. pad thing. Dude, that was like one of those like ten dollar like kitchen pads like from Walmart. That's yeah. one of the best investments I made. That's so that, nice on my. Feet. I was gonna say that, that must feel great. Hours. Yeah, versus just plain metal. Were you like bracing yeah. the tripod with your legs in the wind? Pretty much, dude. I was having to, like lean into it because it kept trying to blow it like backwards. Like it was, yeah. it almost knocked the tripod over a few times, even with that wind shelter blocking a lot of it. God damn! You have to tie that thing down. Things are intense out here in the desert and you're back to it tomorrow right yep and then thursday off and then friday saturday sunday on and then i'm coming home on monday or starting the trek home on monday i'm sure it's cool to have days off but i'm also sure that it sucks when you're in the middle of a desert with nothing to do <laughs> i did stuff i got some food today i did laundry i went shopping sure. for a few things i needed did you ever find where, those where shorts? is this at new mexico uh Las it's just I'm in Las Cruces right now, but this track is like 10, 15 miles south of Las Cruces, kind of in between that and El Paso, right on Interstate 10. It it's is like literally directly dude on the interstate. Where the fuck is it? It is like Las Cruces right there. Yep. Where's Vado? Vado, right there. It's and it's like right in between El Paso oh, yeah. and Las Cruces. There you go. Hmm. And you should be able to see this. Yep, Vado Speedway Park. That's yeah, literally right on the interstate. So Satellite. Uncapitalized Wild West shootout. <laughs> Dude, have you ventured down to uh, El Paso? Paso? No, not really. I've kind of just been wandering around the Las Cruces. But yeah, just. Uh, like, no, just my dad was stationed in uh, El Paso when he was in the army. He said that place fucking sucked. Dude, I think it'd be <laughs> wild. It's right out up there. <laughs> Dude, it's gotta be wild. It's this massive city right on the border of Mexico. That's gotta it is be... like yeah, right next to Ciudad Juarez. Gotta... Christ, that's just San Diego. Dude, this place has to feel uh, like amazing. I, I gotta I gotta see this place. Well, let's, the let's drop into here. a let's drop into downtown El Paso. Maybe I'll check it out on Thursday, but I was kinda planning on going golf and then checking out White Sands on Thursday. Yeah, it's go, go by nice. the uh, nuclear testing site. Mm. This place looks sick. Yeah, show that on satellite view. Where is it? So it's how do they like? I don't want to say guard the river, but like the river that cuts through it. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! What is? No, I'm. I, I'm is that the saying. Rio Grande? 
Yes, yes that's Rio Grande. Yes. They just have a big ass fence here, Rusty. Look. That is sick. Yeah, on one side it's El Paso, on the other side it's Juarez, Mexico. Go over that bridge. You're in Mexico. Dude, yep, yeah. easy. I'm. Let's go. <laughs> He's right over there. Yeah, that's one of. The, Except they have cameras the all point. along the river, and then if you're seen on the wrong side of the wall, it's over. Yeah, look at that line to like get through the checkpoint. I got trains right going across. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's the no, checkpoint. Man. Look at the gates, like on that the uh, the Texas side. Yeah, there, and then on the other side up there. Yeah, tons of dudes. I might have to put this on my bucket list for next satellite year. view. Why? Just to like see the border. Oh, there's yeah, the wall. Dude. There it is. Dude, tons of barbed wire. God damn. God, that's so fucked. Anyway, that's where Cody is. Where's White Sands? Or show White Sands. I want to see how beautiful that looks from satellite. Where what they the used to that? blow up all the bombs. Zoom out, you, you'll you just be able to see it on the map. Like, it's pretty obvious. White Sands. Oh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that's where they used to test all the nuclear bombs back in the day. Oh, dude. Oh, there's like uh, some dunes out there. You like you can like literally rent it's a sled. You can literally rent a sled and just go like sledding like it's you know snow or whatever. Because it's such a yeah, fine grain sand. I love that. It's the national park right there, and then right off to the northwest, White Sands Missile Range. <laughs> missile <laughs> Range right next to the national park. Dude, yeah, just. Dude, look at that. that is talk about, like, it literally another, looks like snow. Talk about another planet. Talk about another, yeah, that's all sand. Yeah, you could dude. fake a lot of planets out here. <laughs> Talk about another, dude, they definitely filmed some Star Wars scenes out here. Are they, <laughs> they're gonna see some moon landing scenes? <laughs> that too, yeah, Stanley Kubrick definitely visited. Yeah, you're gonna see some Tusken Raiders out there. <laughs> uh, I, okay, I'm gonna shift gears for Animal Planet here. I just wanna ask, Rusty, what's in your cup? What do you, what do you got there? What are you sipping on? Oh, well, I know a setup when I see one, but uh, we, <laughs> I just, I just want you to talk home. about <laughs> what do you got we in there? We're currently consuming uh, a custom batch of bone broth. Mm. Uh, mm. I wanted, I've had a little bit in the last couple of days, and I I know where this is going, but I just mm -hmm. added a little bit of like red pepper flake and some other seasoning in here. It's it's dynamite. I I feel better than I've ever felt. All right. I was just curious if you wanted to talk about that because I, I might. It's genuinely I might, interesting. I might share it on the next episode. I don't know if there if it's okay. like Fight Club, like where you can't talk about it while you're doing it. <laughs> That'll make you feel bad. All right. Well, okay. yeah, I don't. I don't want the uh, the community to come at me. I just I'm just gonna like chill and shut up because I'm already like basing my entire program off a 30 second TikTok of Dana White. So I'm already starting off on the wrong foot for most uh, people. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. Subscribe to Rusty on YouTube for No, no, you're, you're uh, well actually maybe. Actually maybe. I was thinking about like I was actually thinking about doing like a recap video where it's like here's my results. Here's my step by step. But as soon as I started recording like my day 1 and day 2 like it felt weird. I intentionally kind of dragged it out so it's going to be like this 12 part like 6 hour Lord of the Rings extended oh, edition no. cut about so like you're one have week in your life. Yeah, so you guys are going to, like, just get my full week uh, of this experience. 
Right. Unless I cut it down. We'll see. <laughs> or it's longer than a week. We'll see. Uh, all right. If <laughs> <laughs> the video doesn't get uploaded or if I don't show up next week, I'm dead. <laughs> oh, no. If Rusty's not on the show next week, he's dead. Passed away from lack of nutrition. God. Of calories and... He's, he's going to be like that uh, vegan uh, raw food woman that uh, died of starvation after she just like <laughs> way overcommitted to the bit. Jesus. Damn. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. He's the, only, the only thing that makes me think of is the, uh, the liver king dude on TikTok who like always talked about how he would only eat raw meat. And he posted all these videos for years about him oh. only eating raw meat, and he was jacked as hell. And then it just he just yeah. came out later that he was just juicing, <laughs> like just hardcore, tons so, of steroids. Part two of this adventure we're on is a Super Bowl bet that has been wagered earlier we, today. No, we gotta we gotta talk about that. Okay. Okay. We 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 can't we can't hide everything from the people. Uh, the bet. We we made some uh some playoff brackets for the f- the football. Um, I don't know anything about the football, so I just threw some shit together, and Ed got pissed because I had the Lions <laughs> losing the Super Bowl to the uh the Chiefs. Um, but only because I believe the NFL is going to rig it for Taylor Swift. But uh, oh. aside, I might have to uh, resubmit my bracket. <laughs> Rusty asked Cody to put his money where his mouth is as a long time. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Rodgers enthusiast. <laughs> if the Packers win the Super Bowl, Cody and Rusty will be going on the Aaron Rodgers like what does he call it? The darkness retreat. The darkness gonna, retreat. The Aaron Rodgers <laughs> retreat. We're gonna stay in the exact room that Aaron Rodgers was in, and I'm paying for the whole thing for Cody because he's been doing a lot of talk, and we're going on this retreat. So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers did this thing where he sat in complete darkness for, like, a whole weekend. And apparently that's just a thing that he does, because... Sure. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, the Packers won go all thir- the way. Won <laughs> two straight MVPs and went on three straight 13-3 and three seasons yeah. after he started. Because he sat in completely dark room. After that, just take care of your Achilles. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Cody, I'll help see, you on this one. See what this says? See what that says? No. Super Bowl one champions. It's called the Lombardi Trophy for a reason. Yeah, that's right, Cody. It's your trophy. You just let other people borrow it. Yep. It's mine. Well, if you get it again, you're going to the darkness. I just want to say I'm thoroughly impressed with Jordan Love. I'll be the first to admit I was skeptical. Not that I wanted to see him do bad. Jordan, what are the fucking odds that we're (laughs) going to go from Brett Favre to then Aaron Rodgers to then getting another decent, competent, long-term quarterback. Yeah, he's, he's fucking Dude, progressed he's a hell of a lot throughout this season. He's if amazing. we didn't have a defensive coordinator that was completely incompetent and actually did his job properly, like there'd be talks of Jordan Love being in the MVP conversations right now. I'm if hoping you look he at does his stats, well. They're better. They are better yeah. in every single regard than he's Lamar Jackson, right who's the MVP favorite right now. Rusty, I, I can sense reverse psychology. Dude, I watched him just rip the Vikings, like, just bend them over. Like, it was... was, (laughs) Dude, the the Packers could go all the way. They could legit go all the way. And I I need this to happen. 
I need so to go on see the darkness, I, dude. Dude, we have to go on this darkness retreat. I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> if they can somehow just the Cowboys and they beat the 49ers in the divisional round, like it's over from there. If they well, can the, exercise the, the, thing, demons, the 49ers are kind of ass right now. Like they, that's not out of the question. That's I have a question. The thing. We have lost to that damn team four times in the last fucking decade in the playoffs. If we can exercise those fucking demons and lift that weight, it is over. I have a darkness retreat question. How do you use the toilet? There's and a toilet in the hobbit hole. If you wipe, how do you yeah. know when you're done? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> what was that? What was that? You wipe and then smell. Oh. oh. I feel like it's always going to smell, though. What, nah. what happens if you get like a little bit too close and you get a dab on your nose? <laughs> yeah, you can't see it. You don't know how far it is. <laughs> oh. so, I want the people That's to know that wasn't, but that wasn't one of Cody's hangups for this whole retreat. It was. <laughs> yeah, he was worried the, about how he was going to eat. Yeah, he, no, specifically, he, he was wondering how he was going to survive without cheese for like three days. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> specifically cheese. Yeah. We need our cheese. My like, biggest like, concern is like, all right. Cause they're like, all right, we provide meals. It's like, all right, they slide a fucking plate in your pitch black room. It's like, all right, where's the plate? Where's the food? Where's the fork? You can feel I, like, for all right, it. I grab a handful of rice and just, just smash it in my fucking face. Dude, if they give you like a hamburger, you <laughs> just freaking get up in there. Me, by the way, there's your thumbnail for me. By the way, I bet that place is a mess in the, in the morning after when they turn the lights on and there's just like food scraps on the floor and just. <laughs> Just do toilet like paper just tossed. It's gonna look like Times Square, like New Year's morning. Yeah, like Times Square, New Year's. But it's just in one little closet of a room. Just piss and confetti and garbage everywhere. Yeah, here's here's the real question: If if Cody has like one corner of the room and Rusty has the other one, does somebody try to crank one out when they're bored? <laughs> Of course, this is what Slap thinks. Jesus Christ. That is, I've never heard a more Slap question. <laughs> dude, are you crazy? Hey, man, right I'm whole weekend, dude. I got, I got needs, man. I got needs. Cody, you shared a bedroom with this guy for a week in Daytona. I want you to think about that. And a bathroom. That's true. And a weekend uh, oh, just God. this year. Jesus or last year. Last year. <laughs> the Milwaukee Mile. Rusty one. Sounds done. like Slap wants to come with this and crank one in the corner. <laughs> That's yeah, the other reason he wants to be this, there. This retreat, Slap. The darkness troop. And Rusty, you're not even going to hear anything. Just like all of a sudden, like, dun, 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 dun. No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm glad those sounds didn't come through the mic. <laughs> all right. We're going to. Do we have any other Animal Planet to report on? No, I All think right, that's the icing on the cake of Animal Planet right there. Yes. Yeah. Slap, 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 on the fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. Send them in, guys. Send them in, guys. Just think about all the time slaps not washing his hands in his... In addition to bathrooms where his hands have been just beforehand, just with all this cranking out talk he's doing. With the, the dirtiest hand talk we ever had. Can we call this episode the icing on the cake? I'm he's throwing it out there. Right there. I, is icing on the cake? Is that the uh, That's the title. That's the title. All right. Uh, we got a bunch of emails to read this week. Thank you for sending them in. And, uh, we got eight emails. Jesus. Oh, no, it's Jover. Uh, if you want to send us emails, 
No, no, actually, please send them in because we're running out of ideas and it's the off season. I'm cranking them out, presents <laughs> at gmail.com. Send them to shrimphoursprezents at gmail.com. Don't, don't crank them out. Keep cranking out those yeah. emails. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Uh, first email. Um, oh, God. Comes in from Andrew R. Uh, he sent it on Tuesday last week. Uh, he said he built a guitar. Uh, oh, that's sick. Hold on. <laughs> you say that until you oh, see it. Pictures. Oh, what did he build it out of? <laughs> he, no. He built it out of like a, a, <laughs> a chocolate box and stuck a neck <laughs> through it. Uh, that's actually hilarious. And that's some bolts hilarious. and stuff. And it's got three strings. Um, it has a like an, It has a real fretboard. There's a. I, this actually took me back. Dude, I, I found a, a YouTube account like two years ago who builds guitars out of dumb shit. Uh, I'm not does a guitar really expert, nice, but I'm not a guitar expert. But that that little part that goes uh that's like uh, separates the fretboard from like the tuning area up top. It's literally just some bolts. Yeah, it's just two <laughs> <Yeah>. bolts. <laughs> uh, oh, it's based actually. Hold on. Yeah, he says, uh, I've built a guitar. Uh, he says, I already exploded two strings on this because I tried to recycle them from previous stuff. Turns out they don't like it. <laughs> Although, I th if I recall correctly, when he made us our, uh, our season one, like, song, he sent us a song in an email. I think he, he was playing, like, a rubber band guitar that he made. So, shout out to Andrew. are doing weird oh, shit down yes. under. Yeah, um, I know a little bit related, and then I'll... Sure. Uh, I'll be quick. There's a... On to. that note, there's like this incredible video of some dude. Uh, I think his name's Rob Scallon. He's like a music YouTuber. A long time ago, he did a Mashuga cover of, uh, I believe, New Millennium Cyanide Christ. There's uh, the video he did it with. He recorded it on a fucking shovel. Like, it's just a one-string shovel guitar. <laughs> and, like, he recorded the cover through that. And just between, like, the sound of the pickups, the string, and just, like, the mastering they did on it, it sounds so fucking sick yeah just gonna rob scallon with sugar no just you don't don't even play any audio just like show them just like what it looks like okay okay yeah because i don't trust playing okay. the audio because that's we don't need to hear the audio i just want to like the, the visual of the the shovel guitar oh yeah there it is oh yeah and then the dude does fucking clarinet solo damn <laughs> he's getting it dude he actually nailed the fucking solo like i guess i can listen oh, and to then this. and the fucking uh the microphone's a shovel too a little mini garden shovel this just sounds like a guitar it, i mean it basically is i mean if you got a string next to a pickup and you throw some distortion through it and make it sound good in the mastering i mean what's the difference as long as you can play it all in one pop. string, dude. He's he's jamming. I respect. And that's Mashuga. That's Mashuga. <laughs> you can play most of right. it in one string. God damn it. My computer's doing the fan thing again. God damn it. Just keeps it. grinding like every 15 seconds. <laughs> things happen. Uh, the next email comes from Mr. S, uh, who says, I forgot the email for like a month. Sorry. Uh, he says, what was your favorite racing okay. moment of that's 2023? What did Caleb say? <laughs> I think Caleb was like just oh yeah, I yeah. think he's emailed since Wilkesboro. <laughs> he says, "What was your favorite racing moment of 2023?" Mine was the Martinsville Xfinity Fall Race finish and the shitstorm mm. that happened at RCR. Favorite mm. racing moment of 2023. 
Ryan Priest. I got one. It's been all. It's been all. Ryan Priest, right? Ooh, uh, for oh, like an actual. Yeah, that's actually, that's a, that was a cool thing. But for a good moment, the the Blaney Talladega win. All right. The one that made me pop pop the absolute most was Homestead when Blaney was just just doing his thing, you know. And old Denny Hamlin had to do a vintage Denny Hamlin, and he completely choked it and yanked it up straight up into the wall, and his championship hopes were over. I was jumping <laughs> up and screaming like it was like uh, just no. peak NASCAR. <laughs> and uh, of course, afterwards they had to say like something broke in the car. But like if you listen to the audio and time it with his downshifting, yeah, he gets loose. We'll be seeing at Denny Hamlin. Better if, luck if, next year. If I'm remembering this correctly, I'm pretty sure someone on NASCAR Twitter like did the the thing where they like time the crossing over of the new year with like a dumb meme video and yeah, they like timed it, yeah. it so when it hit midnight, Denny Hamlin hit the wall. So, so that good. was kind of funny. It's a lot of effort for <laughs> for that kind of meme. I didn't know there was a next generation of Denny Hamlin haters out there. Like he's pretty cool right now, but like I didn't know like the kids were like. Everyone loves this stupid podcast. Yeah, it's actually kind of a cool podcast. Uh, what what it's else? Great. What do y'all got? I uh, just seeing cars back on track at North Wilkesboro is pretty fucking badass. That was last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next email. I got fuck you, DT. Hell yeah. Uh, okay, the next email comes in from Aiden, which I think this is Aiden's first email. So thank you for sending him in. Uh, Aiden says, hey, Shrips, I consider the food at my school to be pretty good for school lunch. Uh, but today we had an all-time bad lunch. Oh, no. <laughs> and a photo has been attached. Oh, no. Hell yeah. I, I want you, before I read what he wrote, I want you to try and guess what this is. <laughs> like, what what is this food sold as? In the in the school cafeteria. Oh no! <laughs> Meatloaf. What the fuck? I'm gonna guess like turkey and stuffing or something. I don't know. Pulled I pork, would, maybe. I yeah, pulled, no pulled pork. Pulled pork. You got pork. it. It's pulled pork, or it's <laughs> it's on. allegedly pulled pork. Dude, that uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> Aiden says it was supposed to be pulled pork, but it just looked like dog food and tasted like shit. What was worse was the size. All they had were some dry carrots and Doritos, which somehow were covered in mold. Like half the bags were moldy. How did chips moldy Doritos? This leads me to my How question. Did Doritos mold. They're devoid of moisture. <laughs> That's what I'm trying like to figure out. Like chips go stale. They don't like develop mold on them. That means that means the bag would have to be compromised and water would have to got in there and that's how it molded. Aiden, where like is Steve it? Steve MRE info. It's like it has a leak. Oh fuck. Is this like, like I'm trying to think of what like state even would uh, is this like some Oklahoma shit? Where are you from? You don't have to answer that. Yeah, but it's I'm definitely just... like No, Oklahoma's too close to Kansas and Kansas knows their fucking barbecue. This is like Idaho or Montana or something. It's like <laughs> North Dakota. <laughs> Someone yeah. just doesn't know what pulled pork is. Uh, Aiden asks, yeah, uh, my I, question... In that area, they know their barbecue. What is the worst school lunch y'all have ever had? I remember in our elementary 
the classic like rectangle pizzas that the cheese just tasted like rubber. It's like the oh. nasty like early day cafeteria pizza rectangles. Oh, oh, I mentioned this in the podcast way back when the fucking nachos and cheese we used to have at Wren High School in South Carolina. <laughs> Dude, oh, it's just rubbery fucking... cheese. Dude, it was like cement. I remember somebody. I told you guys that <laughs> oh, yeah, they had yeah. a Gatorade bottle, and they dopped. They it was like half full, and they like dunked like the end of it in, and they like put it on the wall, and it fucking stuck <laughs> like glue. <laughs> and that fucker stayed there for three days, and then finally the janitor like took it off the wall, and there was still like, the circle of cheese stayed there for weeks and weeks. It was like encased, like. They had to go like a hammer and chisel to get out. <laughs> no, they repainted the entire lunchroom and you could still see the outline of it. <laughs> I swear to God, if you go there today, it might still be there. Jesus Christ. I remember it's it was on the side of the lunchroom where the windows were. I could probably go find it and see like the raised indent, like circlet. I was like, that's the Gatorade bottle with the nacho cheese glue. <laughs> Yeah, like thirty-five-year-old slab just goes wandering through his like old school. It's like I'm just looking for some cheese. I'm probably like, don't call the cops. What are you doing? <laughs> no, no I, the, the dude, I, I might go down there, like just like knock on the door, just be like, hey, can I get a pass? I just want to check out the lunchroom. I just want to like look at a. I just want to look at a great artifact from my childhood, just in the you lunchroom. Put on your watch list, like a meeting. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. A thirty-something-year-old hit just say, can I go wandering around the school real quick? I just want to take a look. No, around. I just want to go. The lunchroom, there's an ancient artifact in there. I don't want to see if it's still there. <laughs> I think I talked about this back on the podcast when you talked about the cheese cement. Is back in my middle school, we had, had like it was like a really old building, uh, and the bathrooms were like they were like it was like built into like an old room where the ceiling was like insanely high, and mm. the kids would just get a ball of toilet paper, dunk it in the toilet water, and yeah. rip it up to the ceiling, and it would just get stuck there, and there was just, like, layers what and layers of it. Because no one can reach what it up the... there. What the fuck? That's probably still there. The visual dunk in this yeah, you go, and then you go... Whoop. And if it sticks, you're good. And if did... it doesn't, you're in trouble. Yeah, on that note, like, did you guys ever have those kids where they'd take, like, a, some ketchup packets from the cafeteria and try to put them underneath the toilet seat, like, right where it met, like, the... Like the rim to where you yeah, sit down. Yeah, <laughs> dude, we we didn't we did dude. We would take those ketchup packets and we twist them up like really fucking tight, as tight as you could before it would burst. And then like when kids were like walking down the aisles uh, at lunchtime, you like try to toss it underneath their feet and like see if they'd pop it. <laughs> dude, speaking of the ketchup packets, there was this one kid that was just a notorious animal who was just like always like doing that like fucked up like prank shit. And yeah, he. Uh, to the, I, he must have loved ketchup packets. We had our normal lunch line, then we had like a little like snack like uh window, and it would have like a gate that would go up and down when it was closed. And yeah, one day he like put a couple of ketchup packets like right like like the little tell where this is where the gate comes down and just, <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> fucking animal. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh God, that brings back memories. Yeah, I uh... all right next. I, I didn't have like a big ass cafeteria in school like we it was only a small thing where you could actually buy food and not a lot of people did but I, I do remember in middle school I don't forget I forget if I talked about this back when we were talking about fucking school lunches the previous time uh, where they put like a bunch of kids in charge of the milk we had like a milk thing where every day you can like you can get a little it was like a tiny little square carton of milk a little, a little ziplock. Yeah. 
No, it was, it was like a dinky little square cart. Oh, <laughs> that was a bag milk jug. God damn it. Oh, that was um, and they put these kids in charge of like loading it. Um, I forget what they got. They got some kind of like weird little benefit from the school. Uh, if they'd like come in before lunch and they'd like load the fridge with all the milk. Um, and I just remember once they just left the fridge open overnight. Which, uh, I don't know how that happens, but I guess that when you put middle schoolers in charge, and the next day they were like, yep, no milk. No milk. Because it was just, they just fucked, like, a massive spoiled. fridge full of milk. Unfortunate. Um, all right. Smelled one. It was, like, all the milk for the week, too. Yeah. Uh, I, if I recall correctly, like, it took, it took a couple kids to figure out that the milk was bad. Like, one of the kids tried just, like, closing the fridge and be like, nothing's wrong. Some kid probably got chunks in their mouth and was like, oh. Oh, dude, that happened to me in middle school one time. Like, I, I, I just got, like, a carton of milk and there was just chunks in it. Oh. Yeah, someone left that one out for sure. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That, that's kind uh, of cheesy. I've started reading the next email and it's about milk, so I... <laughs> uh, I guess it's because we talked about milk last week. Uh, Tons of milk talk tonight. <laughs> Uh, Kyle writes in. in. He says, "So I recently got a Soda Stream, and now I've heard of the the cursed idea of carbonated milk. If I eventually, <laughs> oh if I eventually attempt it, I will give the results. Uh, all right, let us know. However, my question this week is: What is your favorite non-original video game soundtrack, uh, such as like a Need for Speed game or a sports title? My personal favorite is Inside Lines." Due to how much of it I truly enjoyed, but Hot Pursuit 2012 is a close second. Jet Set Burnout. Radio Future. Alright. I was Jet Set Radio Future is fucking goaded. If you disagree with me, you're fucking wrong. Alright. <laughs> I'm just not old, so I haven't played that game. My bad, I'm brain damaged. <laughs> Wait, no, we all, we've all been talking over each other, what do you mean? Cody, I, was gonna, I was gonna say like an obscure one that always comes to mind is the uh, Faster Than Light soundtrack. I've never played the game, but I stumbled the soundtrack and it's it's pretty pretty good. I love. Is Undertale. that a non-original game soundtrack? Um, uh, I guess I missed the question. I wasn't paying attention. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, the question is like a licensed soundtrack, not an original soundtrack. So just like copyrighted songs, pretty much. Oh, obviously, yeah. yeah. Mine's a toss-up between uh, probably NASCAR Thunder 2004 and Flat Out 2. Do they have more than three songs in NASCAR Thunder 2004? Remember, 03 had like three on, songs right? in it. Yeah, NASCAR Sweet. 2005 oh, Chase the Cup had like some banger fucking music. The fact that they got Sweet Home Alabama on 03 is actually like kind of legendary. Um, My... My number one is probably Burnout Three. That thing, like for the for the era, oh, oh, that was so good, so goddamn good. All the old Burnout games. But speaking of Soda Stream, uh, have y'all seen like Rusty Cage's video about Soda Stream, where he makes like soda spaghettios? Oh, I think so. <laughs> Rusty and I were watching yeah. the uh, the Mister so the Ordinary Sausage uh, Sausage Soda Stream ones. Dude, the one that got mm. me excited was carbonated soup like yeah, i he genuinely did chicken wanted... noodle soup yeah i want it give me <laughs> he did another way he just put raw eggs in there and carbonated them and then cooked them 
that's that's a whole adventure uh but let us know uh if you go on any interesting soda stream adventures kyle i'm curious uh luke wrote us an email uh and he says is slaps craziest moments in history ever going to come back no <laughs> all right uh next email comes in from doggo uh <laughs> with with the subject line caleb really went into yapatron mode at the end what was bro waffling about he was he was he was just a zoomer a of mass too much just on he's just he's lost in the sauce he told us like midday that he had a thing he wanted to read on the podcast i'm like what are you yeah and then he told us like three pages long he gets bored manifesto <laughs> Uh, Doggo says, so recently I've been kind of going through a personal video game renaissance. Growing up, I played strictly racing and E for everyone games, other than wrestling stuff. I guess that was okay. Uh, because my parents were on the, like, video games. <laughs> he says video games make you the next Bin Laden train. Yeah, yep. Uh, even though I just watched GTA and no Russian on YouTube. Uh, anyway, uh, but I digress. Now, through the power, the power of God's gift, a.k.a. Xbox Game Pass, I can play free or heavily discounted games that came out years back. Uh, got on peak uh, Hitman, Far Cry, GTA V Story Mode, Dead Space, Batman Arkham Trilogy, and the Red Dead Redemption series all last year. Uh, by the way, Red Dead Redemption 2 is top five game ever made. Don't at me. Currently on the Resident Evil 2 remake, uh, where Mr. X is beating my ass. Send help. Sent three crying emojis. Uh, I guess a question that ties into this is a whole ass essay. Uh, do y'all have any interesting, uh, like, you are not old enough to do something stories? Like him with playing video games? Uh, thanks for the weekly content, guys. Unironically, last week's episode had me dying, for real. P.S. Bro, as I'm writing this, Stuart Haas is still on their stupid Twitter bullshit. We need to kill the admin <laughs> with hammers now. <laughs> but yeah, are there any things that you were uh, held back from? as a child that you realize they're actually kind of based because uh video games in general i was always grounded for not having straight a's <laughs> my mom would always get pissed like my dad didn't really care about what i played but i only played like racing games anyways but i distinctly remember playing Watch Dogs like when it came out which i was like mid-teens i think at that point and there's like one of them it was like a shooting heavy mission because there's a whole bunch of shit in that game and I had to like pause the game because my mom was in the room doing something. And if, if I like unpaused and like did some shit, she'd be like, what are you doing? Like shooting guns and make a whole big deal about it. But uh, I mean, this is how I ended up. So I guess she was onto something. Maybe I shouldn't have played those games. <laughs> I think this is kind of a, like a young person thing. I feel like all these boomers didn't grow up with as much like oh. don't play shooty games. No, my, my parents were like hyper uh, religious, so I couldn't play Pokemon. Oh yeah, that, I remember this story. Yeah, there were ghost Pokemon and psychic Pokemon. That's witchcraft. I couldn't read Harry <laughs> Potter because that was witchcraft. You know, couldn't watch Lord of the Rings because there's wizards in there. You know, yeah. And, there was uh, a point where the I weird part, Black the weird part was That's Star so Wars was okay because Damn. my dad liked Star Wars when he was a kid, <laughs> so they got a pass. Good wizardry. My Your thing was uh, movies with my mom. Like my mom would just never like she'd always try to stop me from renting movies or going to see movies, and I'm, I just do the classic thing. Like, mom, I'm gonna see it anyway. And for whatever reason, she made the biggest deal about the Matrix, the original Matrix. And the more Probably she told it... me, 
Were there, like, too many guns in the, like, promotional material? Yeah, well, that was one of the, I feel like, the original movies where they're just dumping clips in that one, like, lobby scene. That was, I feel like... That lobby scene is still iconic. Yeah, Yeah. so I think (laughs) she saw the lobby scene or saw that on the news or something. She's like, no, you're gonna... Yeah, like Dago said, so... Uh, Sorry, Mom. Uh, Like, I turned into... (laughs) Maybe the person you're yelling... Keep drinking that broth. Yeah, yeah. All right. You brought up the matrix. God, that that scene's iconic when he walks through the metal detector and he's like, "Sir, would you empty out your pockets, please?" He just opens up the trench coat, just top to bottom, just. (laughs) Then just that iconic shootout scene starts. Dude, those pillars get destroyed. Uh, all right. Apparently, we have... apparently, they did that in just three takes. Like they had to like reset everything. It would take a whole goddamn day to reset it, and on the third day, imagine. third take, they got it Damn. right. Uh, we have oh, yeah. oh the the Andrew R guitar was like sort of an add on to last week's. This is Andrew's email for this week. Uh, he says today <laughs> I write this story from onboard a ferry to the city because it was ninety six degrees Fahrenheit in the western suburbs of Sydney. Oof. Oh shit! Yeah, fucking. Uh... Australian summer, like middle of goddamn summer, and he sent some pictures of his boat, um, which I guess goes mm. from like Sydney to the stuff that's like next to Sydney. I don't know how it all works, but das boot. It looks it's like looking the center of that bridge. Like it feels like it's had a little fixer up. Yeah, maybe they redid the outside of it. Maybe the middle fell through and they put more up there. You never know. <laughs> that's what I mean. Oh, you know what it might be? Maybe that's the only part they can reach with a pressure washer from the top. Mm. Because it does look like it's just been, like, cleaned and nothing else. Um, okay, he says, uh, Having asked about cars at the front, I thought I'd ask about the cellar dwellers. Um, he's got three teams that he wants us to discuss here. First of all, uh, he calls them Lizardy Motorcycle Club. Uh, it's a revolving door of nonsense and buffoonery. The number 42 has had a best finish of 10th Ever, uh, the 43 did win the Southern 500 in 2022, but since then has only scored nine top tens in 45 races. Um, I, sure. Uh, I did see a, a win picture of that Eric Jones Southern 500 when, and that just like blew my mind. That 43 car actually won races because uh, they've just been dog shit this season. I don't. And then they blamed Chevy. They were like, yeah, Chevy's not giving us any like uh any help at all, so we're going to go to Toyota. So I'm it might all be talk, but they they have basically said like we're going to be way better this year because Toyota's actually giving us support. So we'll see. We'll see. Um two, uh Spire Motorsports managed only three top 10s with the number 7 last season. That's cuz Corey LaJoy's driving it. Uh and no top 10s at all with the 77. That car's always been ass. Um, and Rick Ware Racing managed two top tens with a 15 last season. Did they? Kind of impressive. Right, they had tracks, if I had to guess. Uh, but uh, they only cracked the top 20 too. with the 51 uh, once. Oh, no, they've only cracked the top 20 with the 51. They've never been in the top 10. Uh, do they exist purely for the purposes of sitting on a charter? Yes, and they will make money like BJ McLeod did. Um... Does anyone expect that any of these will finally hit the trampoline floor and bounce back to anything respectable, or will they just continue scrobbling around in the dust looking for bottle caps and shells? A bonus question, if you owned any of these, would you be courting a new manufacturer to join? 
I think Legacy Motor Club will bounce back. Yeah, I think so. I was just if, curious if, to see if, how they'll do with Toyota. Yeah, if their claims are true, I think they'll be all right. Spire is going to be nowhere, and uh, Rick Ware going to Rick Ware. <laughs> Didn't Rick got. Ware get into like a big scandal in like 2019 when he like conspired with somebody else to uh, manipulate the end of the race at Phoenix and Homestead, like the last two races of the year, so that they could get more money out of the Chargers or something? And like, uh, I think Starcom was still around. I don't know about all this. But rest in peace. Sure. It's like 2019, like 2018, and uh, yeah, they just basically manipulated the end of the race so they would like cheat Starcom out of their like 36th place finish, and they'd get like a little bit more money in the final race. Damn. And the championship standings or whatever it was, they got penalized for that. And now Starcom is deceased. Now they're unfortunate. Dead. Uh, okay, I got two more emails. Jesus Christ. Uh, Carl writes in. He says, "Hi, Shrips. Uh, I took Slap's advice, and I tried out the furry servers on Team Fortress 2. Oh no! I'm here to report that unfortunately, Slap is correct. The furry servers are actually really great. Uh, <laughs> the good players still tended to stack blue team, uh, but balance was better overall than a regular pub. Everyone was super nice, and they even allowed custom sprays. Uh, the only downside or upside, if that's your thing." is that players will inform you unsolicited that they are circumcised. In the end, I'm going to stick to Uncle Topia's servers because true. I like to sweat, but overall, thanks for the recommendation, Slap. I had a good time. From Carl. Yeah, I oh, mean, it's, it's, it's true, dude. Like, the games are, like, really good. They're really competitive. It's better than any other pub server. You know, everybody's competent. They know what they're doing. Communication's good. Like, oh, I'm going left. You guys go right. You know, somebody go center. Like, I'm with you. Like, I got the Uber charge ready. Let's push through over here. We're going to get them on the weak side and all that shit. And then every once in a while, some dude's just like, yeah, dude, I'm ready to clap these guys' cheeks. Like, I'm going to put my fucking two-inch blue vein diamond cutter right up their butt. And then it's just like, God damn it, dude. Why you fucking say that? Why you make it weird? <laughs> That's a good Why did report. you say that? Why did you make it weird? Because <laughs> he said that in the server last night! <laughs> this explains a lot about your first instinct when we're talking about the dark room. <laughs> Alright, I got one know, more like, email. The true definition of a cum dungeon, go on to the furry servers on TF2. Alright. Alright. Uh, Nick Man That's sent in an email. title, by the way, the true definition no. of a cum dungeon. No, no, it's not. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> we're not calling this... <laughs> Shrimp hours, the true definition. I mean, icing on the cake is pretty much the next closest thing. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, All right Nick Man sent in an email. Uh, so, he said if, so if you're ever playing Team Fortress 2, you know, you know what's good. He says it's 2024, and the Cody, you like this. The Packers Dude, continue to be. You talking about your dick. Like, is that like. <laughs> They'll know you're not one of them. <laughs> Dick's out for Harambe. Uh, it's 2024, and the Packers continue to be the sleep paralysis demon that never leaves Bears fans alone. Some things will never change. Uh, speaking of things that will never change, uh, oh, dude, this is on topic. Twitter and their quest to make the worst app in existence now featuring ads that are nothing but porn bots because they're running out of real advertisers. An unserious app continues to get more unserious. Put that out of the way. Oh, oh dude, change the battery pack. No, <laughs> with that I out of the way, 
My question for this week does center around Twitter, because while it's a shithole, it's produced plenty of hilarious moments in its existence. My question is, what is the funniest day of Twitter you've ever experienced? Personally, that time NASCAR Twitter got into a fight with NBA Twitter and ratio the shit out of them is still one of the funniest things I've seen. We've had some good days on Twitter. I don't know. What is the best day on Twitter? Like, number I remember, one, I remember like... Bean Dad. You guys remember Bean Dad? What? God, this this was like... You know, you know that uh, famous tweet that says... Uh, the point of Twitter is every day there is a main character of Twitter, and the the goal is to never be the main character. And Bean Dad was the main character this day. Oh, no. So it was like this dude who was like this journalist or whatever. So that should have been your first, you know, clue that this guy's you know fucking brain dead. But he like uh, just talks about like how his daughter wanted to you know have lunch and she wanted like some baked beans or whatever. And so he just like tossed her a fucking can opener, like a mechanical, like hand twist can opener and said, well, you figure it out. And so he just like sat there and just watched her and she's like fucking five. Oh my God. And she, and then she's just like, can't figure it out. She starts crying because oh. she's hungry. And then, uh, you know, the, he, he's just like, oh, just figure out, you know, you can use your logic and whatever to figure it out, figure it out. It's like, I think she learned something today. It's like, what's his takeaway? And it was just like, no, you're just a terrible fucking father. You wouldn't even yeah. show her how it fucking worked or anything. And Jesus. so he, he literally got ratioed and then he fucking left Twitter. <laughs> my favorite when people just go run off the platform. I, uh, I have a candidate for my favorite day on Twitter. Uh -oh. mm. there's, there's a the lot of trump card is it the trump card that was that was pretty good mostly because um i was on like a mini road trip with uh with the boys we were going i forget what we we're doing um but i i, I dropped the trump car like right before we left <laughs> so as we're going down the road i'm just <laughs> seeing all the responses pile in that's still up on twitter by the way it's, oh my i'm standing God. by that Got him. um yeah, I, uh, my favorite though must be the Benadryl challenge. When, oh. uh, dude, that one girl. She, it was it was two people that I hardly know. I I even like forget how it started. Um, I I forget. I think they were coming at me specifically, but they were just talking some shit like just completely out of nowhere. Um. Oh, I forget what it was. Damn, I should probably look this up. But anyway, all I did is I posted the comments that they said about me. Um, which I think they said that was like a cringe, like, iRacing streamer or something. And I just, I literally just posted what they said about me. And then <laughs> throughout the rest of the day, a third party was posting supposed updates about how, uh, how upset the, uh, one of the people in my screenshot that said horrible things about me and all I did was tweet it out there was being attacked and uh, supposedly <laughs> supposedly took an incredible amount of Benadryl and was in grave danger and in the emergency room and then I had a bunch of kids who were like drive through you killed this girl what have you done or you're a horrible person and the next morning she was like ah oh, no nah, it wasn't me that <laughs> 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 was one of those days where I was just sitting there the whole day being like this is really funny, but it's not real, right? There's like a little piece of me that was like, this would be really fucked up if it was actually happening, but I knew it wasn't. I, I'm i gonna go dig this up while you guys talk about something. I need to go do, like change my laundry soon, so I'm just 
waiting for this to wrap up. Oh, it was me making fun of Ty Gibbs, and they were Ty Gibbs fans. That's what it was. I I forget even the the context of it. I guess he must have dumped someone on lap four, and I just tweeted out, "Is there a Bible quote for wrecking people on lap four? Uh, and they got very upset. Uh, and then this one guy said, "I racing is a breeding ground for creeps," and said I was going to turn into the Riddler. The Rizzler. And I just tweeted. I just I screenshot it. <laughs> yeah, and I said, "Fellas, is it creepy to make fun of bad NASCAR drivers?" <laughs> Two hundred and seventy-four likes, and uh, uh, <laughs> hey guys, her neighbor texted me, and they said she OD'd, and they're on their way to the hospital. It's not looking good at all. Please keep her in your prayers. And the kids went nuts. God. It's too easy. You guys know that uh, Twitter account Drill? Oh, the best. Yeah, like I'm the, the guy who says, I'm not owned, I'm not owned, I'm not owned, as you say, as you slowly shrink into a corn cob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, my favorite drill, drill quiz, uh, tweet is when he's... Uh, just talking to like some guy like some politicians basically he's like admitting that he's doing something but he's also like denying it at the same time and then like the, the reply is like as your lawyer i'm requesting that you keep posting this shit <laughs> 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 like that dude always has like the most based comebacks he's been doing that for like 10 fucking years and like he'll like randomly pop up like once a month and just like drop a banger and then just Dude, they're disappear. always bangers. <laughs> yeah. God. Dude, people th right. these are my my favorite things when I say something like minor about a driver and people go fucking feral. Like the Joe Graff Jr. fans hate me. Uh, because those I said exist. they were all yeah. That's the thing is I I tweeted out I was like, are there actually Joe Graff Junior fans? And a bunch of like kids were like, the Joe Graff Junior fan club. And then I turned out like all he just followed a bunch of people on Twitter, uh, and then like all the kids became Joe Graff Junior fans because they were like, oh my god, starstruck NASCAR driver. Um, so I think I tweeted something like, uh, today I learned like Joe Graff Junior followed a bunch of kids on Twitter and they got pissed. <laughs> they were very mad. Yeah, it's like uh, every Good once times. in a while, like, um, it's like way back in the day, 2008, like Barack Obama would follow back anybody that followed him for like his yep. campaign back then. So, of course, he got like some uh, nefarious people that he started following, like uh, Sarah J, the porn star, and like the, these other like nef just people you wouldn't want to like be caught dead following and shit. Yep. And uh, every once in a while, somebody like screenshot that like Barack Obama follows this porn star or whatever. It's like, hey, yo. And it's just, it just pops up on Twitter like once a year as like a yearly ritual. That makes sense because sometimes I'll see just random nobodies in my replies and it's like followed by Barack Obama. And I'm like, hey, yo. I guess they're like early Cena on the charge. God, I love like unserious Twitter is my favorite shit in the world. Because people just go nuts. Um, but it does get annoying sometimes. Like, I, I made a joke about Brad Keselowski naming his daughter after corn um, out of irony. And someone already bookmarked it. And I saw it today. I'm like, stop it, dude. 
Yeah, God. because uh, Michigan won. They're the maize and blue. Oh, is that... Is it actually called maize, like the team? They call them maize? No, they're, uh, their colors are uh, blue and maize. Oh. Blue and yellow. That's why Brad... Brad named his daughter after the color of a sports team. That's even worse. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't actually know that. That's kind of cringe. All right. Well, it's on that note. Cringe. Turbo cringe. <laughs> Jesus, Harris. I think I lost oh, on some Cody's of those ready to go to bed. Twitter <laughs> moments. Cody has to piss and do laundry so bad. Cody's real life batteries. I just, I just gotta go change my laundry so I can get my fucking shit done before I have the machines going at like 11 p.m. And laundry, he means he's gonna it's add some guys. in a fucking hotel, Rusty. I can't he's just do laundry off the corner. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, All right, no, this was... I'm mistaken with that animal below me right now. This was the icing on the cake. We'll be seeing you never, because uh, Rusty, unfortunately, will be dying this week. Dude, uh, imagine. And we just won't be able to put out a podcast, so. If you don't see us, um, he's dead. We're all dead. We'll be seeing you. Unless we won't. Bye. Oh, I Co put the wrong Cody's screen Cody's gotta go put icing on the cake. He's gotta go crank one out. <laughs> gotta go crank Jesus. out some laundry. Gotta go chop some wood. Oh,